All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. <laughs> it was hot. It was really quite something. <laughs> Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, altplayground.net launched nationally in June of 2020. So it's been six months now. And during that six months, it has been so fun to see the evolution. So many people jumping on from all across the United States and Canada and all of the features that they've launched this year as well. But 2021 is going to be an even bigger year and we're so excited to be a part of it. Not only will we be on the Alt Playground tour bus traveling the country, but Alt Playground has a lot of other plans in the works too. So if you wanna be a part of the forward momentum and the lifestyle and get all of the updates real time of what's happening, head on over to altplayground.net today, jump on and meet some like-minded friends while you're at it. So, it's been a crazy week. Yesterday, we celebrated our three-year anniversary, yes, we which did. was really fun. Yep, and uh, and a little strange, actually, because we're wandering around our town, we're going to all the places we enjoy, and where we went on our first date, and it's a little, I don't know, I don't want to say melancholy necessarily, but, you know, it's bittersweet. It's we're, bittersweet, for yeah, sure. We're, we're not going to see not going to see him for a while, see those places for a while. It's like the senior year effect, you know, like when you're in high school and all four years, you're like, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here, and then senior year, you're like... Oh, I'm gonna miss this place. Yeah, kind no, of I couldn't thing. get wait to get the fuck out of there. This is well, different most for me. people feel that yeah, way. For me, it's different. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's a little strange. I remember. I mean, we were just walking around the, our downtown area, which doesn't take long, but just kind of re- reminiscing with you. Like when I first got here, I was like, this place just looks so different to me from the first day I was here, first week I was here. You yeah, know? because you were full of like hope of a new place, and yeah. and not that this place hasn't been great to us, because obviously it's where we met, and we have so many friends here now, and. You know, we really do live in a beautiful town, but I am just so ready, I think, to get out and experience something new. I think our community, while it's beautiful and clean and full of nice people, is very homogenized. And I'm ready to get in front of new people and have new ideas and all of that. So I think yesterday was a really good reminder of that. Yeah, this place is, from a diversity, cultural diversity standpoint, is just a void. That's really not a thing. It is beautiful. It's spectacular in the summer. Just the most beautiful place you can imagine. And even now in the winter, today is just a beautiful day. It's freezing, but it's beautiful. And and some really positive things about living here. But you know, the downside is we just don't get to experience a lot of variety in anything. In anything. Food, Food, people, music, anything. anything. Yep, anything. Yeah, so we're really ready and we're continuing to uh, move forward towards getting on that all playground tour bus as mentioned. We are still gearing up for Q1 and our Patreon members are going to hear and see our schedule first. So another reason to jump on board with us, they will uh, see the cities that we're going to be in and when and kind of get first dibs on our schedule and our availability as well. Yeah, our plan is to meet up with the folks that we can in the areas that we can from our Patreon, certainly first. We will say that we are starting Q1 in the state of Tennessee. Yes. That much we will tell you, that we know for sure. Uh, The schedule has changed many times. Which I'm really excited about. I've never been to Tennessee, ever. You've never been. So that's where we're going to start. Our Patreon members will know exact details, but for sure it'll be Q1 in Tennessee. That'll be the beginning. Yeah. So patreon.com slash front porch swingers if you want the details real time and to uh, get on our schedule. Yeah. As we update the map, we're doing it by the quarter at this point. I think you have to do everything kind of delicately in the world we Mindfully, live in today. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. we'll see what happens. That's our plan. We're going to be interviewing some very cool folks in some very different spaces that are sex positive and just, you know, sexually oriented, but a variety of people. I think it's going to be interesting to get everyone's perspective on what's happened, what's going to happen in sexuality and in the ethical non-monogamous space and all that good stuff. Well, something you and I have been talking a lot about lately is the quote unquote old guard in the lifestyle, right? Yeah. The way things have been done for the past 20 years. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but I 
I would like to see some forward momentum. I would like to see some different things happening, some different events, some different people coming to the table. And I think that's really going to be our focus. 100% it is. We're going to be speaking with and meeting with the people that we believe want to make a difference and earnestly are going to attempt to make a difference in the space of consensual or ethical non-monogamy, not just the quote-unquote swinger-centric space. No, that's just a poly, small part kink, of it. everything, open yeah. relationships, everything. Bisexuality, I mean... It, all the different types of sexualities and genders and you know gender you know, identifications, just all the people that really make up this space. And that's going to be our focus. It's going to be a really good time. Hell yes. I'm so excited. I can't even sleep at night. I'm literally not sleeping I didn't at night. sleep last night. No. I, got I did because I took two Benadryl. Yeah, But otherwise, I'm not fucking sleeping because I'm too excited to get on the road. Yeah, I think I got to bed. I finally went upstairs to sleep about 1.30 this morning, got up. At five, went to work. Yeah. Rough, rough day for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm on the struggle bus today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, and also some interesting news if you didn't see on our social media, I am officially done. Yes. At my vanilla job. I now get to yes. focus 100% on our podcasts, our blogs, our vlogs, all of that. Yeah, videos are going to be a big part of what we're going to be doing in 21 for sure. Vlogging literally daily as uh, to what it is that we're doing on the road and different places that we are visiting and the people that we'll be interviewing and all that good stuff. Of course, you know, you've got limited contact in a lot of respects because obviously the world is still a little bit off tilt. So we've got to be cautious of that. But there's going to be a lot of cool stuff that we're going to experience and we're going to share all that with you. The good the and the bad. I said the first time that you want to stab me in the face, that's going to go up on our vlog too. So you'll hear that kind of shit yeah. along with how much fun we're having. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're going to be doing something very unique and I'm, I'm excited to do it. So there's going to be a lot to talk about and the vlogs will certainly be a snapshot into what we're doing for sure. It's going to be a lot of fun. So a lot of videos, lots of podcasts, lots of bonus episodes, all that good stuff. Hell yeah. I'm so excited. Okay. Yes. So we should get to single guy tip of the week. We are just coming off of the holiday season. So we I think are. it's very pertinent information right now. It is. So I think the theme of single guy tip of the week is timing today, right? I think I think you need to have a, a conscious concept of what timing means when you're reaching out to people in what is potentially, you know, a sexy way, right? Timing is everything. Yeah, it, it's very important. So what I mean by that is this. Obviously, we are now getting through the holidays. Christmas is a strange time for a lot of people. It's weird for me, right? Yeah, I don't... it does strange. Christmas does strange things to people. Yeah, it's like it can be the happiest time of year. It can be the most lonely time of year, or it can be the year you just like fucking go off the rails. And I think we experience the latter. Yeah, you know, it's weird because people are like, oh, well, you know how you deal with the holidays and all that type of thing has to do with your childhood and experiences. I don't buy that shit for a second. I had a great childhood. Christmas was always great around my house, but. I, for the last 30 years of my life, for the most part, worked in hospitality. I didn't have holidays off, so I gave zero shits about holidays. I despised them, you know, because they were just tremendous amount of work. So for me, I just, that doesn't make a difference. So I guess for a lot of people, it's weird, right? People get weird emotions around Christmas, yeah. particularly when they get horny, I guess. <laughs> Right. So, I, you know, again, we have posts that are, I guess, just out there in the world that we haven't deleted or whatever, and they're old. And I got a response. I got a couple of responses from the same post. It's every bit of six months. Maybe I think it predates COVID. It could be eight months old. I don't even know at this point. The first message I got, of course, I woke up Christmas morning, checking emails, doing my thing for a single guy or seemingly single guy. It's a dick pic right out of the gate. It's a picture of his dick. And it was what what P. So it was supposed to be what's up, I think. It was what's P question mark. He lost the U somehow. So that was the that was literally the, the entire message. You're telling me this is not a stickler for detail kind of guy. Yeah, he was uh, dick yeah. picking on Christmas morning with what's P. Yep, that was it. What P what's P. <laughs> So, that, I mean, I, I'm assuming it was what's up. I know you. So then, of course, the next one, just right after that in the inbox, was a message from someone who also responded to the same post. And it was, what are you into? What are you into? The post was so specific about what it was we were looking for at that particular time. I couldn't have been any clearer. So he didn't even read it. Right. Obviously. It wasn't even something he paid attention to. Yeah, get to the couple because this is too good. And then there was one from a couple. This seemingly the male half of a heteronormative couple, let's call them. Yeah. They're clearly in town visiting family because they said so. In town, visiting family for the holidays, want to get out. You guys want to meet for a drink. On Christmas Day. On Christmas Day. If we can connect, maybe we can do some car play. This This is the email. 
First of all, I know you're from out of town because what you don't know is that there's literally three places in our town that you could probably get a drink on Christmas, none of which are options. <laughs> for us. Not yeah. for us. That's not, not going to happen. Yeah. Also, we are not playing in your car. What are you talking about? You're with the family. You're getting cabin fever, probably been here for a few days. And now you just want to meet some random folks and maybe have a drink somewhere and maybe hook up in a car. I don't think I can think of a less sexy scene than Christmas evening having a drink and then fucking in a car with a random couple. I literally can't be less turned on by that idea. There's probably something that is. I don't know at the moment what it is, <laughs> but I find it strange. Listen, I get it. Holidays are weird, guys. Totally get everyone gets weird emotions during the holidays. But if you are genuinely in this space to meet quality people as a single person or a coupled person, the idea that you're going to reach out, and it's Christmas morning. So now these messages came in the night before, but it's Christmas. I'm opening this, literally my present. I'm opening this on Christmas morning. Like, what it's are like you- like pulling your stocking. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? Is this real? So I get it. There's people that come here, they're working, they're from out of town, they're from out of state, they're lonely. If you're a single guy, single person, whatever, this is just a bad fucking plan. No one's taking you seriously. No one serious is taking you seriously. I'm not. Yeah. And then I also got a message from a single guy who reached out on Christmas morning via kick. And I've been talking to this guy and I actually at some point wanted to meet him. Obviously things haven't lined up. I haven't met him yet, but I am opening gifts with my 18 year old sister next to me. And I get seven messages back to back to back that are this guy's cock with different colored and types of bows and ribbon on them. And it just says, Merry Christmas. And honestly, this guy and I have enough rapport with each other that if he had done that three or four days before Christmas, I might have chuckled. I might have gone, oh, that's great. Yeah, at least there's some creativity. I'll that's give him points funny. for creativity. Yeah, but on Christmas fucking morning when I'm sitting there with my family, I just don't feel like that's appropriate timing. And I feel like you have to have empathy in those moments to understand that even if you are opening gifts with your family on Christmas morning, other people probably are. And it's not a sexy time to be reaching out. Well, it's also like, you don't know me well enough to do that. Like, we don't, like, we're not friends. We don't know each other. We don't have a rapport. So it's not like I assume that you're going to send me random dick pics on Christmas, like, as if this is my gift and it's kind of funny and cheeky. Like, we don't know each other that way. Right. You know, it's kind of, it, yeah, listen, guys, timing. If you're a single dude, particularly, I'm going to, I'm going to omit the couple at this point because I'm going to, I'm going to give them a mulligan because they, they just must have been out of their minds living, you oh, know, they were just nice you. visiting with family and probably just losing their shit. I'll give them that. But if you're a single person, single guy particularly, you cannot play the game that way. You are not going to be taken seriously. I cannot imagine a time when that is going to work for you. I assume that these guys, I'm assuming that they sent this message out to multiple people. I don't know how many of them responded. I hope most of them did not, much like I didn't. I just don't see how that is in any way going to work for you. Yeah, and I think along with the timing is everything thought for the day. The other one would be be understanding of people's lifestyles. Yeah. So just because we are in the lifestyle and like fucking other people does not mean that that is our sole purpose in life and the only thing that we do. So you have to be mindful on days like holidays yeah. or people have families super early in the morning or those types of things. Be mindful of the fact that like your message may not be received super well in those moments, there's probably a better time for you to be reaching out. Yeah. Single guys, timing, don't fuck it up. Yeah. You're just going to hurt yourself down the road. You're not doing yourself any favors. I mean, I don't even know what these guys look like. I don't know who they are. I well, didn't give cares? a shit. Yeah. I didn't care. It doesn't matter. Didn't care. I, I'm not, I'm not going to entertain it. Yep. You know, it's just crazy. So timing anyway, is everything people. There you have it. All right, so we have some potential fun coming up this weekend. I'm really yes. excited to probably for the last time until we get on the road, see our friend Hannah. Yes, Hannah's going to be coming in this weekend. I'm very excited. Yeah. This doesn't even mean it's going to be playtime. I'm just excited to see her because it's been a hot second. Oh, and the thing I love about Hannah is we could easily have her come over here and we fuck each other with strap-ons or we just sit in the living room and have a drink and chill and talk for three hours. And either way, it's going to be a blast. And that's yeah, what I'm going to miss about her the most. 
most. We could easily just sit around naked and drink all night long. and But not touch be, each other. Yeah, and it'd just be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even care. I'm just eager to see her. I was hopeful that we were going to get some of our friends together, our lifestyle friends, before we, leave, before we left and kind of had a little bit of a meet and greet with them because they don't know each other. Right. And it would be it would have been fun to be able to introduce them. I just don't know if timing is going to work, but it would be nice to be able to do yeah, that. Yeah, we don't have time to host a fucking party. We well, it's don't. also, I mean, you, can, you know, at it's this also point. It's also COVID. Yeah, and you can't put 10 people in a room right And now. we also have people spread out across our state. All Most over. of the people don't even live here. Clint doesn't even live here. He lives an hour away. No, and a lot of people like Clint, they're rural. So they're staying away from everybody. They're you know, on ranches in the middle of nowhere and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's difficult to get people together. I mean, even Hannah's, she's two and a half hours away from us in crappy weather. So, yeah. But yeah, I'm really eager to see her and just reconnect with her and say goodbye. And tomorrow, as we're recording this, I have, I'm getting my quote unquote holiday gift from Dean, which I have no idea what it is, but if I had to guess knowing Dean and knowing me and our relationship, it's probably going to be naughty. Uh, for sure it is. I don't foresee this being, you know... Uh, You're not getting a scarf. Some lotion unless or a pair choke of gloves. <laughs> no choke, unless it's going to tie me up with the scarf. It's not a scarf. You're not getting a scarf, yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. That'll be a good time. Yeah. So again, maybe you'll see him again, but you never know. It might be the last time you see him. You just don't know. It really might be. It probably will be because the last couple of weeks before we leave are going to be insane. Yeah, our timing is all over the place. We have so much to do. So we know it's quarter one that we're leaving. Not 100% sure when yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Lots of fun with our friends. I'm sure I'll see Clint before we leave. But I think this is really the time. You know, I know that we mentioned we were in our town yesterday and kind of having these sentimental moments at the places that have really marked our relationship. But far more sad to me is leaving these people, leaving the people that have really kind of made a serious impression on us, not only in our non-monogamous journey, but just as people in general. They are some of the most wonderful people I've ever met in my entire life. Yeah, they are certainly, uh, and Hannah is no exception, certainly the people that have, they've influenced us certainly in a lot of different ways. And and we are where we are personally because of these people. Yeah. You know, and you know how we've evolved, you know, in our sexuality and all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, thinking it's really, of leaving them is, is sad. It really Well, is. the good news is that some of them we will will visit us while we're traveling and doing different things. We know that for sure, so that'll be fun. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be tough to not see them regularly. Yeah, and what's so funny is this whole time I've been, you know, weird about getting rid of my grandmother's antiques and all of this shit around our house. And it hasn't hit me until now how ridiculous that is because it's like you're leaving your friends and the yeah. people that mean something to you, but you're worried about a fucking antique table. Yeah. Like that kind of shit. Yeah, you know? it's, it's the stuff that doesn't matter. You it realize puts it, things into perspective. Yeah, you realize it pretty quickly as when you get to the point where we are right now, like purging shit. Yep. It's like, oh, I don't give a fuck about this thing. I really just don't want to leave our friends. Right. Yeah, that's the big deal. So anyway, and we'll be seeing Jessica and Roger. This week as well. Yeah, just we're just going to have a drink. Yeah. We're not going to no play or anything like that, which also is so fine because we just adore them. But yeah, we're oh, yeah, going to see awesome. them as well. And they're folks that we'll see on the on the road at some point too. For sure. They travel when the world is right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so we a got, busy couple weeks. We do. We seeing have our friends. But today we're going to talk about one of your friends, Amy. Yes. And we're going to talk about an experience that you had with Amy that was not brand new to her, but definitely new with you and something she hasn't done in a very long time. I will also say, I think from hearing you talk about this experience, I love when you light up about it because I think you and she have been able to explore in so many cool ways and her just kind of blossom sexually with you. And I know that's been kind of rewarding for you. Yeah. So we're going to talk about all of that today. And also, spoiler alert, it's fucking steamy. It was hot. So let me start by saying this. My relationship with Amy, while it has not been a long one, we've seen each other, you know, we've been sexual now probably six or seven times. Right. Over the course of a couple months. Oh, it's been more than that. Yeah, absolutely. Three months maybe. Yeah, yeah, every, every bit of it. It's been interesting because of her personal situation. She's a coupled gal. She is part of a couple. She has an, you know, she's in an open relationship, obviously. Their sexual dynamic as a couple is very different, say, from ours, obviously. <laughs> Most so, <people's> are. <laughs> which, you know, which we'll touch on a little bit today because of the story. And it's been interesting to talk to her because her perspective on things is, is just so different. And it's so interesting. And her eagerness to try new things or at least revisit some some old friends, let's call them, <laughs> has been really exciting because it's stuff she hasn't done in a while or stuff she's never done. And she finally now, in, my, in me, has a partner who is super eager to do it willing to do it, can't wait to do it. Supportive. Yeah, whatever it is, I'm in. So, because she's so much fun, so sexy, just a cool person. So, this was no exception. (laughs) 
like no exception. So typically, when we know we're going to meet, we have because you know schedules have to align. Our, her schedule is as batshit as ours. So you know we'll chat for like three or four days leading up to when we know we're going to see each other. And of course, as time gets closer to seeing each other, it gets steamier and I'll get sexy pictures and you know, all that kind of stuff. I know you love that anticipatory buildup. I do. Too, it's so. so much fun. So one, well, we obviously made a plan to see each other and it was going to be early morning. A lot of times we do, I think we've seen each other during the evening a couple of times, but it's mostly very early, like 5.30 in the morning before she goes to work. So she's starting to send me pictures. And the day before, or the, I should say the night before we were going to see each other, she sends me a picture of her in this two-piece kind of sapphire blue sexy lingerie number with the thigh highs and the whole nine yards. Really fucking sexy. Totally dug it. And she's like, I'm going to wear this for you. So I'm going to need a few minutes when I get there tomorrow morning to get dressed. So put this into perspective, it's like eight degrees outside in the morning <laughs> when she got here. It was ridiculous. So completely bundled up, coat, the hat, the boots, everything. So of course, she needs a few minutes to get all of this crap off and to get upstairs and get sexy. And you know? I will say, we talk a lot about the single guys making an effort in situations where they're playing with me or playing with another hot wife. But I love the fact that as a single woman, she is still making that effort. Yeah. I think that's important. It shouldn't be a gendered thing. You should want to look sexy and present yourself in a in a positive light for the person that you're going to be with, no matter who you are. Well, I think it's more than that because you just called her single, a single woman. But of course, you know, we're, we referred to her that woman. way. Playing as a single woman. She's a couple gal she's a mom she's a she's a wife she does all this stuff and still this is important to her she's coming here in the morning 5 30 before she has to go to work she comes here showered dressed a whole nine yards and then after we play showers does her hair makeup all that all over again and goes to work and then goes to work you know that's a lot of effort yeah. which is super appreciated it's so cool that she does that and i know it's not necessary for you because you no. the whole dress up thing is nice but it's yeah. just kind of a little bonus it's not something you require to be Certainly sexually not. interested no. in no and the hair all done and the makeup and all that stuff not just not a huge thing for me yeah you know i just i just like her so it, it's not a big deal but when she does it it's so cool so anyway she comes in and i'm gonna say this and we'll get to why i think later her hair is tied up in a ponytail yes. when she gets here it's never tied up in a ponytail. Always has her hair down. It's always curled. It's always so nicely done. This morning, or that particular morning, hair is pulled back tight in a ponytail. <laughs> so I, did, I just noticed it. For whatever reason, it just I just noticed it. Because there's something she wanted to do that she has not done in a long time. And then it occurred to me, oh, that's why she must have done that. Right? I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. <laughs> so she comes in, hugging a kiss. I got to get undressed. Let me run upstairs. Give me five minutes. No problem. She drops her shoes, runs up the stairs, give her a few minutes, and probably seemed like an hour. It was probably five minutes. I get up there. She's got the lights down low, really dimly lit, and she is on the bed. She's got. A, she's sitting on the bed, but she's kind of resting back on her elbow, so her feet are touching, almost touching the floor because she's short like you. And she's leaning back, and she's got that blue number on, and it's just super hot. Like this dark, <laughs> it looks black because it's dark in the room, but I knew it was the same one. And what I couldn't tell until I got right on top of it, which I did very quickly, I got my clothes off, threw them on the couch and got kind of hovered over her. And this thing is sheer. So it's, Ooh. so you can see through it. I, you can see her nipples and it's like, you can, you can see things, but not completely. It's not a nude piece. Yeah, I you know? love the sheer look. It's such a tease. Oh, it's so fucking hot. And I'm touching on it because it's silky, which I dig. And it's just sexy. So we're making out a little bit. I'm touching her. And because of how she looked in this thing, I didn't want to take her top off. That's saying something. It must have been good then. It was just so hot. So I didn't want to fuck with it. In fact, I didn't mess with the, her her panties either. Immediately, I start kissing her on her body, kissing her tits. I'm on her stomach. I go right down and I start going down on her. Only I just pulled panties to the side because I didn't want to take them off. Because they were also sheer, which I totally dig. Because <laughs> she has just a little bit of hair. Just a little bit. Tiny, tiny, trimmed. And it's just like coming through the sheerness. Oh, that's sexy. Very hot. So I just gently moved the the panties aside and I start going down on her and I'm here to tell you I spent a fair amount of time there and I was even reaching up because what really puts her over the edge with oral is the combination of the suction and the licking kind of like with you mm -hmm. and the contact with her with her breasts oh so I'm pinching her nipples through 
the sheer top, which is just fucking hot. And of course, at one point, I'm sure I, I know I put my hands inside of it so I can feel her skin, but it was just so sexy. So once I made her come that way, which takes a few minutes, she's not super easy to make come through oral, but she's definitely being, you know, she's becoming more relaxed and really kind of finding her own sexuality in that. It's not really part of her and her partner's regular play, apparently. It's a, you know, I mean, that's just their thing, whatever it is. So it's a little bit more complicated with her than it is with you, say, as opposed to 10 seconds with you. It's like a few minutes with her. <laughs> 10 seconds. Come you on. Know. That's an exaggeration. All right, 25. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm going down on her feeling all over this amazing skin that she's got and the, the texture of the of the lingerie. Well, as I'm licking her and she has this crazy orgasm, she just reaches down. I, I'm ready to take her panties off. I want to take them off. She, before I even get a chance to, reaches down, just pulls them off. She just takes them off. Oh, she was ready for you. Yeah, she legs up in the air, panties off. She just kind of threw them behind her, which is interesting because it's kind of the start of what was to come with this session because she is not aggressive. She is submissive. She's very demure. She's a, definitely a bottom. But she was eager to make this whole experience happen and it was obvious by the way she was behaving. So I'm down on her again. I'm licking her. She is soaking wet. I'm nibbling on her, which she really likes. She grabs me by the head and pulls me up to her, and she starts kissing me. Ooh. And she starts taking her breasts like out of her top. I, and I stop her. I'm like, no, no, no. I want to leave it on. I want to. I want you to try to. I want to try to keep this on. It's just so sexy. I don't. Was it like take a personal off. challenge for you? Yeah. Too? <laughs> well, because she, you saw her. She's got amazing amazing boobs you're always talking about her tits and how great they are yeah they're awesome so i didn't want to take it off and she kind of giggles she's like okay and making out now she rolls me over or well she tries to i just got on my back because (laughs) she tried to roll you over she's so tiny yeah i know i was like okay whatever i don't care (laughs) so i she gets on top of me and this is what one of the other things that was interesting she doesn't we've had this conversation before she has this awkward way of riding cock so she doesn't do it a lot it's just not her favorite thing it's not her thing so the one time that like, we finally figured it out, one of the times, the few times we were together, like two times ago, and she did like reverse cowgirl while I was sitting on the couch. And that worked really well. Super fucking hot. It was very sexy. Yeah. She's got a great ass too. So I'm sure that's a great yeah, position. She's a big booty Judy, just like you. <laughs> so this time, however, she was insistent that this was going to happen. Yeah. Okay. She wanted this to happen. As you know, there are condoms on our nightstand, which you leave out for me and I pre-open. Which is fucking genius, people. Yeah. If you are not doing it, I have learned my lesson. You need to fucking pre-open your yeah, condoms. Yeah. You can thank Brian later. If you're not pre-opening your shit, you're missing out. Because who <laughs> wants to fuck around trying to get these things open when you're sweaty and in the moment? I just don't I don't want to deal with the it. The only problem with that is if you're in a threesome situation with two women and you're going back and forth between us, I mean, you can go through nine condoms. So do you open nine condoms or do you open four in anticipation of, you know, you just never fucking know. I, listen, I think at least if you're, if, if you think you're going to go through five, you got three of them open, you're ahead of the game. I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. That's true. Yeah, totally. That's my philosophy. So obviously the condors are on the nightstand. She knows where they are. I'm on my back. We're kind of east and west on the bed at this point. She's straddling me and she reaches over and she grabs the condom in the wrapper. However, she starts sucking my cock. She puts the, the condom, she laid it down on the bed like on my right side, which told me a couple of things. First of all, she was really hot about this whole session Yeah, because there's something she really wants to do yeah. and I know that she's building up to it and I can just tell that the wheels were turning and she's just getting kind of worked up in her own mind over it. It sounds like she has a very eager energy throughout this entire thing. Well, yeah, because leading up to this, the days leading up to it, the digital communication was all she, was all she could talk about was this particular act that she wanted to perform. And so I knew she was worked up. So I thought it was interesting that she reached over and grabbed this condom so quickly. But she is sucking my cock and just, she's amazing. She's forcing her head down on my cock. And I didn't, she didn't have hair. I didn't want to pull her ponytail. So I was holding her head kind of on either side of it. And at one point she reached up and grabbed my hands that were on her head and pushed her head harder down on my cock. Very sexy. Choking wow. the whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She She's super. <laughs> so she does that for a while. And then she says, I want to ride your cock, which totally surprised me. I'm like, really? Like, I probably just said, really? Like, you want to do that? <laughs> she's like, yes, I'm going to do this. So she unwraps the condom. She just opens it up. She knew it was already open. She puts it on me and she climbs on top of me. Mm-hmm. And this time, instead of sitting upright, which is typically how she would start, she lays flat down on me, which is awesome. 
And not because she's still got the bra on, which I want to tear off of her. Because <laughs> now her tits are like right up against They're your chest. right on me. I'm like, oh, I want to just take this thing off. But I restrained myself, kept it on. So she's now laying on me and she's kind of braced on, on me. And she's, you know, we're belly to belly, chest to chest. And she's grinding on me, which is working really well. So I grabbed her by her hips, or my, her left hip and her right butt cheek is what I had in my hand. And kind of just started moving her a little bit. And we found a rhythm. It was super fucking amazing. That's such a good position too, because yes. you can do so much. You can do like a circular motion with your hips. You can go up and down. There's so many different like paces you can do because you can brace yourself against the other person's body. Yep, that's exactly what she hot. was doing. She found herself a nice rhythm and we were in that position for a while. Every bit of 10 minutes or so, it was very fucking hot. Yeah. And she did sit up at one point and get a balance, I guess, or just find a position. And I was rubbing her clit a little bit, which she really liked. And Ooh. of course, I'm squeezing her Because she's super sensitive, right? Right? Very sensitive. Yeah. Once she has an orgasm, it's like really difficult to even breathe on it. Oof. Super sensitive. But squeezing her tits through this amazing top that I literally just wanted to tear off of her. But it was so hot to look at her with it on. I just didn't want to mess with it. It was, <laughs> it was such an image. So she does that for a while. And from that position, because she sat up and kind of leaned back a little bit, I got on top of her. And I'm fucking her from the top now. And it's really hot. I've kind of straddled her right leg. And I have her left leg up in the air, which she really digs. I guess it's it's just the right position for her. And she reaches orgasm really quickly in that position. Yeah. We found that out kind of by accident. And I just keep on doing it because it works. And I love it. Smart man. Yeah. It works for her. <laughs> it works for me. Yeah. So no problem. So that continues for a while. And this whole time... What's interesting is we are, we talked about this before. There are moments when Amy and I are together where it's intimate. It seems intimate. Yes. Right? I, like I made that that distinction to you last time. I thought it was, I wasn't sure about it. I didn't know how I felt about it. Didn't know how you were going to feel about it. But I, I realized in this particular session with her that it's just something she needs. And I don't think she does it. it she just does it subconsciously. Right. It just happens in the moment, like depending on what, frame of mind she's in or where we are sexually it's just something she does i think yeah at a habit probably yeah it's it's a natural reaction so there was a moment where we were making out and i'm still i mean i'm inside of her and it was very intimate felt intimate like she's she's rubbing me differently she's touching me differently it was really kind of uh it felt strange in the moment again because i wasn't expecting it because up until that point it was hot and heavy there was no it wasn't super soft at all. Well, it sounds like she just has two very different sides of her personality, both of which come out in sex, which I think is, I mean, that happens to the vast majority of people, especially if they lose themselves in sex. So I think that says that she's comfortable with you and willing and able to show you all the different sides of herself. Absolutely. I think it also speaks to the variance in the, the experiences that she's having, like with me and with her primary partner, because I think they're so different. It's, I think, a little bit hard for her to get out of one entirely or the other entirely. She has to find herself in both of them somehow, yeah. Yeah. which is totally cool. If It's a really unique experience because you and I don't play that way. No. We don't play with our partners that way. Even as people that are totally in love, we don't, no. we're not intimate during sex. We're intimate before sex and after sex, yes. but not during. Not during. No. And, and with our play partners, it's not like that at all. Yeah. Not, uh, other than Amy, for me. Like with Hannah, it's, you know, it's aggressive and really like visceral. Yes. But with Amy, there's a little bit of both, which is kind of interesting. It's nice, but it does throw me off a little bit because <laughs> then we're in this kind of soft moment and I'm like, I want to just roll her over and like and pound her from behind. Her. <laughs> but we're in this kind of soft space where we're almost spooning like from the front kind of thing. And, oh man. And I'm still inside of her. Well, of course I'm thinking that. And then as I'm thinking it almost immediately, she kind of pushes me up and rolls over and like backs herself up into me. Like, so now she's like wants me to take her from behind, which was just amazing because I'm thinking I really would just want to fuck her from behind. She has yeah. this amazing ass. So instantly she rolls over, aggressively pushes herself on me and positions herself so that I'm straddling her, which she has come to really enjoy. So when, cause when she does that, I kind of grab both of her ass cheeks and, and I'm holding on that way. And that's where I get my, my balance from. So really nice, deep, hard penetration, which is what works for her from behind. And so from there, she came pretty quickly from that point. And we were in that position for a while. Very fucking hot. After about, again, just 10, 15 minutes, I don't even know how long it was that we were in that position. I'm kind of biting her on the back of the neck, 
holding her arms down because now things are getting a little bit more aggressive. Still not pulling her hair because she got the ponytail in and I was thrown a little bit by it. I wasn't 100% sure that I was right about why she did it, so I didn't want to mess with it. You thought maybe she had done it for work. Yeah, I thought, well, she just doesn't want to fuck with her hair. I don't want to mess it up, right? So I didn't touch it. So I'm just kind of biting on her neck, which is totally exposed, which is unusual because normally her hair is all over it, and just nibbling on her back a little bit. And still, you know, it's pretty aggressive, pounding, and it's really hard, but I'm kind of intermittently stopping and just kind of staying in a really kind of deep, penetrative space and just biting on her and nibbling on her and we're kissing a little bit, like I'm pulling her you know, her neck up toward me from the front and the back. And as I did that, she took her hand like on the front of her neck, my hand was on, the, on her throat, and pressed it harder. Ugh. Which, again, not normal for her. I know where her threshold is with the pleasure and the pain and the impact. So I felt pretty confident that I was where I needed to be. But at this particular time, she squeezed a little bit harder. So I let up a little bit on the back of her neck. I just didn't want that much pressure. But she kept it there and did not let go until she came again. Insist, like Almost like she was insisting that I not let it go. So hot. As soon as she came, I just pulled my hand away. And then we just kind of laid there for a second. And from that position, she kind of backed up a little bit. I got up. She asked me to lay down. I took the condom off. I was getting ready to reach over and get another condom. She's like, no, I I want you to come in my mouth now. Which is what she wanted this entire time. Yes. And that was the only part of this story that I told you. Yes, that's all I knew before basically right now, aside from the hair thing. Yep. She she was texting me and we were going back and forth. She's like, I really want you to come in my mouth. Which was weird because when we first started communicating... Obviously, you're going through the what you know. What are your boundaries? What are your likes? What are your dislikes? You know, what's okay with your spouse? Yeah. What is your partner okay with? And one of the things that she said that she didn't want to do was she didn't want me to come in her mouth. No problem. It wasn't even a conversation. Did you ask why? Absolutely not. Didn't pry. It was just this isn't what I want. Then we're not going to do it, and it was fine. I had no issue with that. Sure. And it wasn't a topic of conversation. Leading up to this. Now, I will say that this particular session with her that I'm referring to was like the third time we were together. So we were together twice leading up to this. Right. And I thought, well, that was kind of quick. I would have expected if she wanted to be bonded that way, it would have taken a little bit longer considering. Interesting. Why did you just say bonded that way? Well, that's a, you know, much like anal. I don't know. I look at anal and I look at me coming in a woman's mouth or anyone's mouth for that matter, that's kind of a personal, much more personal thing as opposed to come over in the morning, let's fuck, let's make it hot and then I got to get out of here. But, you know, not necessarily going to bond in that way. Anal and coming in someone's mouth, I feel like are pretty, you know, that's a pretty strong bond. Yeah. When we talked about it, I completely agreed with you. And it was funny because I didn't agree with you about the anal thing. To me, that's not intimate. That's fucking hot. And it's like primal and it's naughty, but it's not intimate versus someone coming in your mouth feels like a connecting thing. It's like once you do that, you're showing someone a level of trust. And there's just something very kind of, it's not the same thing as being fluid bonded, but it's basically the next best thing. It is the I think the next step for sure. I really do. I mean, there's no question that to me, that's a next level kind of connection with people. Yeah. Right? I mean, it just is. So when she said that, or when she was texting me telling me that's what she wanted, would I be okay with it? I was like, yeah, 100%. And and I, I didn't want to ask, well, what changed your mind or what's this all about? I just left it alone because she was seemed so excited about it. I did once, I think, ask, are you sure this is what you want kind of thing while we were communicating digitally. She said, 100%, I cannot wait. I really have wanted to do it. I think what happened was, and I don't know this for sure, I'm going to ask her when I see her again. With her partner, this is not something that they they participate in together. Right. And I think that that was maybe something she didn't want to do or potentially he didn't want her to do. I was, I'm not really sure, but certainly she came out of that shell pretty quickly. They must have come to some agreement that she was going to do this and she wanted to. So, Or maybe she needed to feel like she could trust you before she did it. Maybe it had nothing to do with her partner. 100%. I thought about that as well. So it's definitely something I'm going to ask her about. I didn't want to ask at, right after, you know, and then the next time we were together was so freaking hot, it never even came up in conversation. So I left it alone, but I'm totally going to find out. I'm, I'm just so curious, you know. So as it pertains to her hair being in a ponytail that's why she did it. She didn't want her because she's got a lot of hair and it's everywhere. And normally I'm holding her hair a lot of times. Like when she's sucking my cock, it's just everywhere. Like you, she has hair like crazy. She's like, yeah, I just didn't want it in my way. And you know, I didn't want it. I just didn't want anything to impede this. And I, I really wanted to do it. I was so excited about it. 
this is what, of course, she's telling me after because I had to ask about the hair. So she gets on top or she rolls me over, basically denies my condom usage, gets on top of me and just starts sucking my cock. And once again, much like the last time we were kind of in this same position when we played like the time before, I think it was, she's rubbing my legs and it's very kind of sensual, but she's aggressive. She wants me to come in her mouth. No she has question a goal in mind. She's got a goal. But there is always with her this little bit of that softness. It's a, just, a, just a touch of intimate, no matter what she's doing a lot of times. Do you think it's a very, maybe just overly feminine, I shouldn't say overly feminine, but very feminine energy? It's a quality she maybe has. Maybe that's yeah. what it is because I don't really possess that quality. I'm kind of like a dude when it comes to sex. In yeah. a lot of ways, I have a more masculine energy even yeah. though I'm a submissive. 100%. I think from what you've told me, she just sounds like she has a very feminine sexual energy. No doubt. And I think it's just part of her character. It's her DNA. Nothing yeah. you're going to do about it. And I don't want to because it's super hot and yeah. I don't care. So, and it's so different from me. So it's it cool is. for you. I'm it's sure. very different because even though I know that she's like, she has a, she's sucking my cock to make this happen. Yeah. She's still got this softness about her. That's just super sexy. I don't know. It just works. And so of course, in probably five minutes I came and I sat up. So she's forcing her head down on my cock. You know how sensitive I get. I usually it's like um you gotta I, you gotta get off me because I can't do it. Yeah, she is holding me like my my knees are by her head, and she's holding my thighs like from the top, holding me down so I can't move. Oh. So I had to sit up like I'm on my I'm on my palms at this point. <laughs> like whoa, what are oh, you doing? <laughs> okay, yeah, like in that position, the crash position. Yeah, because usually after you come, you grab your own cock and yeah. like slowly stroke because it's like you want all the power of what's yes. going on with your cock because it's so sensitive. Very much so. I had no choice in this case. She was locked on me and just would not come off and literally choking herself while I'm coming in her mouth. Oh. It, yeah, there was it was crazy. Was it awesome or was it It was. It took me a second because it was very sensitive. Not something I'm used to and I like I said I literally sat up and it was it was just almost a shock yeah. but super fucking hot. And she was there for a good minute until she was completely, you know, satisfied and then she got up. And she was kind of massaging my legs and kind of kissing on my thighs a little bit. And she could tell I was sensitive because now I'm completely laid back like, holy shit, that was insane. <laughs> and she came up onto my right side. And, and again, this, the sensitivity, right? The softness. She lays down and she kind of straddles me with one leg and she's kind of rubbing my, my chest and my stomach with her, I guess it's her right hand because she's on my right side. And very tender, not saying anything, just kind of softly kissing my neck and my shoulder, almost like... I don't want to say looking for any kind of validation or anything like that, but like wanting to know that it, she wanted to do that and that it mattered to her. Yeah. Like that like kind of feeling. She wanted you to know the value she was placing on it. Yeah. And it was so appreciated. She did, certainly didn't have to do that. It was not necessarily the norm for us, but it was also clear. I thought about it after, not in the moment, but after when she did that, it was almost like she needed to do that. Like, that's something she needed to do. Yeah. She performed the act that she wanted to perform, and this is what comes after. Like, that's just her thing. Yeah. You know? Which I thought was very cool. And I can so relate, because once you get an idea in your head that you want to try, it just fucking sits there with you and, like, eats at your brain. Not in a bad way, just in a, oh my gosh, this would be so amazing if it happened kind of way. Well, yeah. And the fact that she was comfortable enough to do that, I guess maybe that's what it is. I wouldn't be surprised. I, maybe you're right. She just needed to be comfortable enough with me to get to that point, because, you know, there there's a bit of a vulnerability to her at that mo in that moment. Absolutely. I mean, in a lot of these moments, but certainly that kind of intimate, sensitive softness, it does kind of lend itself to a vulnerability that doesn't have to be there, right? We're just two people. We are otherwise engaged with other folks. We have our, our primary relationships. We're just in open relationships and we're playing and this should just be sex and fun which is totally fine. But in this moment or in a lot of moments with her, there is that intimate kind of component, which well, is kind of nice. And more connectedness than just sex. Sex 100%. doesn't have to be a connected act, but yes. it sounds like the way she likes to play and the things that make her fulfilled in sex need that connectedness to be there. And I think that she has found that in you, which is really fucking cool because you don't find it in everybody. No, and it, it definitely speaks to some level of that need for aftercare as well. Yeah. Looking for 
just the comfort in those moments, I, I just think it's really cool. I've found it to be very cool. Of course, n- not in that moment. When I was thinking about it, I was like, holy shit, that was amazing. And I continued to stroke my cock for a <laughs> couple of seconds. Holy hell, my cock is throbbing. Yeah, because I was thinking. still coming. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> so yeah, it was crazy hot. And But yeah, it was very nice to kind of have that moment with her. So that lasted for a few minutes. She laid there for a few minutes. We just kind of joked about it. And I said to her, I said, well, for somebody that doesn't do that a lot, I couldn't tell. That was amazing. Yeah. Super amazing. And we kind of chuckled about it. So then, of course, she has to get up. She goes to the bathroom, takes a shower, comes out. She has all of her stuff in her bag because she's going to completely do her hair. And I knew that's why she had her hair pulled up because she never goes to work with her hair pulled up. It's always down. Right. So in the bathroom, she goes, does the whole hair, the makeup thing, does it in about 15 minutes, knocks Which it out. Which is fucking impressive. Listen, she knocked that shit out fast. She was... She, had a, she was on a mission. I take a good solid hour. For sure. And well, she said, she's like, yeah, I, you know, I hate rushing. I'm so sorry. Because she really didn't have time to talk. She's like, I just got to get going. I'm sure normally she does too. But she just had to get the hell out of there. So dressed and, and down the stairs, I kissed her goodbye and off she went. And it was super fucking hot. And then very quickly, you came home like within a couple of minutes yeah. of us finishing up. It was probably, it was a better part of 50 minutes or an hour. And you're standing in the kitchen beaming. Yeah, just standing on a towel. Beaming. And yeah. You're like, hi, welcome back. And I'm like, how is everything? And you literally blurt out in like the first five seconds. Well, I came in her mouth. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I guess it went well then. Yeah, like a kid. Like, ah, I just learned something new. Yeah, because, well, I didn't tell you until it, it happened. Right. I didn't know 100% that it was going to happen because it was kind of this, you know, it was that one boundary or a boundary that she wasn't wanting to cross until, you know, this particular time. So, yeah, I was super excited about it because, again, it was... It wasn't a first because we did play with a couple and I did come in her mouth. But this was a first in terms of me playing alone with a single gal. Yeah. That that this happened for sure. So that was kind of cool. Dang. Yeah. It was sexy. fun. I like that a lot. I like I said, I like that I like a lot of things about your and Amy's interactions. I think the big one is you feeling some level of fulfillment from helping her fulfill fantasies and do new things. And I can tell how excited you are about that. But I also love from one woman to another, the fact that this is a coupled woman in an open relationship. Her male counterpart is not really out exploring. It's not something that he super values. He's just not a super sexual being, but she is. And the fact that she is having the courage to go out and find a new partner in you and try all these new things or revisit things, I should say, and just do it with such confidence, I think is, it's really awesome to see an empowered sexual woman like that. And, and to know that we are a part of that, me, obviously less so than you, but you know, by proximity, I'm involved in that as well. It's really cool to see. Well, also to be fair, she's lent a, a number of unique experiences for me, for us. She's the first single gal that I had anal sex with. Yep. That was the first. The This particular case, you know, my coming in her mouth, she's the first single gal that that's happened with. And then when you consider, so we're not going to obviously talk about it today. My The last time I saw her, which was just not too long ago, was a, to this point the most intense session she and I have had. It was by no means the longest or the most creative or anything like that. It was just intense. And there was a couple of reasons why. One of them was very cool because it was unique. Also another first, but we'll get into that at a later date. Yes. For you and I, it was a unique experience. Yeah, you can't you can't break it yet. No, it was that was so it was so hot. Yeah. So hot for so many reasons. So there's been a lot of firsts for me and for you know, for you and I as well in this whole journey with her. Yeah, and I think it's it's taught me a lot too. I mean, obviously I've worked through a lot of, I wouldn't say feelings of jealousy, but maybe just concerns about you being with other women and ideas about my own self-worth and feeling good in this relationship and all of that. I mean, obviously you always make me feel good, but I'm really proud that we have worked through a lot of shit to get to this point now where I can just kind of revel in the eroticism of it and feel so excited by your experiences. And that is literally the only thing that I feel with regards to your relationship with Amy. So, I mean, it's just such a mutually beneficial arrangement. A hundred percent. There's so much, I mean, we learn a lot from all of our play partners, I think. What this has done for me personally, because as we talked about for, I don't know, a year ago, when we said, we're never gonna be poly, I don't think we can do it, I don't think we have it (laughs) in us, you know how wrong we were. 
this is one of those situations where it's given me the it's opened my eyes to the fact that I have the I think I have the ability really have the ability to and do it and the capacity and the capacity to do it and because of my kind of interacting with Amy now and a, a number of other factors but certainly not the least of which is my interactions with her is that you and I talk a lot now about what it's going to be like dating other people, like legitimately dating different people. Yeah, not just the concept of it, but the actual logistics and specifics of being with other people. And I think it's given us a lot of context to consider. Yeah, we're going to have a unique living situation. So that's going to lend itself to a unique dating situation. So we have to have those conversations. And I don't, we would never have had them a year ago, just not a chance we would ever done it. We were 100% convinced that Polly wasn't a place for us, you know, as if that's <laughs> How the case. wrong we will be. I will never say never again. Oh, you ever. can't. Like we've said it before, we can't discount any possibilities yep. going forward. So thank you for sharing that incredibly hot experience with Amy. I think it is super hot that she swallowed your cum. I love swallowing cum when it's with someone I like and trust. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. I think that's probably where this came from. I'm curious to ask her. So I'm going to have that conversation with her. But I'll bet that's what it is. Yeah, for sure. You like you said, it's a very connected thing. You don't yeah. just, you don't just walk. Most people just walk around and you know suck cock and swallow cum with everyone. It's something that's kind of special. Yeah, absolutely. Some people don't do it at all, which I don't fucking get. <laughs> Listen, apparently some people, like some guys don't get get into it, I guess, too. I mean, it's obviously something that's going on. It, it, listen, people get into their own shit. Whatever you want to do, do, do you. If I can benefit from it, I'm happy to. You know, whatever works for you. <laughs> Absolutely. So, guys, as mentioned earlier in the episode, our Patreon community is going to be getting a lot of behind-the-scenes info on us getting on the road, and that's in addition to all of the other bonuses that we offer. I will also say January marks a brand-new partnership for FPS, and it is going to benefit our Patreon members because we have some big giveaways coming from those partners. So it is the the perfect time to jump on board, sponsor the show. If you enjoy the content and want to continue to see us move forward, you can do so by sponsoring us on Patreon for as little as $2 per month. So head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers today. Check out all of the tiers that we have available, all the different bonuses, and of course, start connecting with other lifestylers in places like our Telegram group, which in our opinion is the best part of our Patreon community. Oh, it's amazing. So we want to give a very big thank you to our newest Patreon members this week who are Matt, Jonathan, and Ryan. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board. Can't wait to get to know you more in our Patreon community. Yes, thank you guys very much. If, you know, you're looking for something a little spicier, a little uh, more naughty, a little more naked, we also have an OnlyFans page that we would love for you to check out. OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. We post daily different pictures, videos, audio, which has become the most popular feature on our OnlyFans. Go figure. People love hearing uh, me tell naughty stories while I do other naughty things. So check us out there. OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. You can also find us on social media. We're on Twitter. Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FP Swingers too. And our YouTube channel, which as Brian mentioned earlier, is where a lot of our vlogs are going to be going up. And we're also going to be doing some other fun stuff there. So make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel, which is just called Front Porch Swingers. And I'll put the link in our show notes for you guys. And I think that is what we have for you this week. There is obviously a lot coming up. I should also say this is our last episode of FPS for 2020. Thank you guys for coming on for another year with us, another year of sexy stories and everything else that you could possibly imagine in our non-monogamous journey. But 2021 is going to be different. It's going to be bigger and better and more exciting. And we cannot wait to share it all with you. We hope that you guys all have an amazing new year and wish you nothing but happy happiness and love and sex for 2021. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.